Please, can I hide in here for just a minute or two? What are you doing? Hyperventilating. Hyperventilating people can't talk. Well, then I'm making the biggest mistake of my life. What are you doing? I'm stealing. Splenda, honey packets, lemon juice, creamers. But mostly Splenda. Splenda seems to have the highest trade value, except for the hot chocolate powder, but they hardly ever have that anymore because I think they're on to me. Who's on to you? The hotel. We've established a collective here. It's a barter system. Everybody gets what they need. I steal condiments. Rajiv steals office supplies. Emily takes birthday Sunday coupons from hospitality. And Missy used to get free bottles of vitamin water, but the spa stopped doing that, so now she lives off towels. But, like, how many dimes do you need to trade for a towel, right? You wouldn't happen to have a cigarette, would you? I don't smoke. And besides, a box of cigarettes would cost me, like, a box of mini Tabascos. This is This is Open Shop The podcast The podcast that documents the journey 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 The journey of building and launching Open Shop The small business Geo Marketplace Welcome to another episode of Open Up Shop, the podcast. I'm your host, EA Green, and we're here to navigate the ups and downs of entrepreneurship and conquer these obstacles by just getting started. All right, so if you listen to the skit at the beginning of this episode, you can hear that we're talking about relationship building and just how important that is, you know, to really be able to get out there, find different people who either do things that you do or are in complementary areas that, you know, complement your services or your goods and just really, really be able to kind of build those relationships because you never know when, you know, you can leverage that stuff or you never know when you can get referrals or leads or any of those things. All right. So, you know, when it comes to how important this thing is, right, it kind of leads me back to a conversation I had with an old teacher back in the day when, you know, when I was an undergrad where, you know, she was explaining the difference between networking and what she called net weaving, mm-hmm. right? And networking is more about who you know where net weaving is about who knows you, right? And, you know, when you kind of look at it in that sense, you know, you can make acquaintances or things of that nature, but, you know, people who you know versus who knows you can be the difference between, you know, you just, you know, high and by whenever I see you versus, you know, you doing business with that person or you meeting someone or they introducing you to another contact, all right. So what I decided to do is, you know, the best person I could think of, you know, who I, you know, kind of dug deep to try to find the, the perfect person to really be able to talk about relationship building, you know, who I would consider an expert in this area. is so I have Brianna Lawrence, uh, the CEO of Poise Productions. What's going on, Brianna? What's going on? How you doing, EA? I'm good, man. Thank you for, you know, taking the time out to speak with us today. You no, know, thank you. All right. So I know I know we're going to like really be able to like dig into the weeds. And, you know, we've had plenty of conversations in the past. Right. So I'm definitely eager to see what your you know, what your two cents is about when it comes to relationship building. All right. But before we really kind of dig deep, can you let everybody know what gets you started? What gets me started is some good tunes, some good music. Okay, I'm really into Burner Boy right now. I listened to that album that just came out last week or so. Yeah, you like it? I'm I'm loving the vibe. I'm really into Burner Boy. Um, 
some meditation. Mm-hmm. I'm getting into meditation. My mom's a really big, really good on meditating. So I get a lot of my practices from my mom. So that's getting me started. Meditation, some music, um, my computer. Okay. And here and then I'm I'm ready to go. That's like my starter pack. Okay. Give me So some so music. music, some meditation, and your computer. Right. What, what kind of computer do you have? I currently <laughs> right now have a Mac. Okay. Um it's just the thirteen inch a MacBook Pro. Okay. You know, the one yeah, with the you. Thunderbolts. Yeah. Okay. The expensive add on. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. <laughs> right. So uh Brianna, so you know, kinda let everybody know, you know, you let everybody know about yourself, but can you let them know about, you know, who you are as a person? Like, you know, who is Brianna the CEO of Poise Productions? Like what's what's Poise Productions? All right. So I am Brianna Lawrence, cinematographer, editor, director, and producer. Um, and I am the CEO of Poise Productions, which is a, um, extension of Nicole Larson and Company, LLC. Um, and what we do there is we house all different things, media, visual photography to digital marketing, to social media collaborations, to all your video and cinematography needs. Um, and we got it all there. Me as a person. I am a daughter to the most wonderfulest mom ever. Right. I am a confidant, friend, and just elite businesswoman. Okay. Elite. So, I'm loving you. You know, gas yourself up. You know what I mean? Like, you, <laughs> you know, know I'm like, yo, like, I'm, listen, I'm here. I, I don't, you know, <laughs> toot my own horn often, but, you know, you know, I guess today I get a little pass. Nah, yeah, that's dope. All right, so we're going to dive right on real deep into, like, our concept, our theme for today about relationship building, you know, and the importance of that. Right. But, you know, kind of take us, kind of give us a little bit more background. Take us to, like, how you got to this point today where you are now in that space where we're having this conversation. All right. Well, this is a long story, yay, but I can shorten it just a little bit because I know we don't have much time. But before I started into the cinematographer area, um, I was a lash extension technician at North Carolina Central University. Mm -hmm. And I was basically, they called me the lash hustler. I was literally doing lashes all over campus, teachers, professors, students, their moms, their cousins, grannies, everybody was coming to my room yeah. to get these lashes. Wow. Someone then told me, hey, you should get into video marketing. It's good for your business. You're right on peak. Let's do it. So I said, okay, cool. I'll do that. And um, what do I have to do? So I found a friend on campus. You know, on campus, everybody yeah. know how to do everything. Yeah, you know. You can you know, find somebody, somebody that literally yeah. can do anything on a campus. Right. So. I was when I was on campus. We had a, a ringtone guy. Oh wow! Right now, that's, now I'm the godfather of his son. <laughs> oh wow! See, that's beautiful look, relationship. So, um, okay, I, I he did the video. It was awesome. Um, I ended up doing two videos. One I have a good friend now who he shoots for Cam Newton and yeah. um, the Panthers, all types of cool things that he does. But he shot my second commercial, and I said, okay, I like this thing. And so the problem became that my video for the third time was the editor didn't want to get it to me on time or something was going on. And I was like, what's the problem? I thought y'all just clicked the camera. I mean, I don't know. Why is it taking that long? You know, so I then get 
the video and I'm like, dang, it took this long to make this video. It's only a minute. Like, how did, why did it take that long for you mm-hmm. to get it to me? So I said, I'm going to do it myself. I've always been that type of person where I want to learn something. Um, I'm not going to take anybody's job from them, but I want to learn how. Yeah. So I went into the university's relation now that they call themselves um, public relations. And I was like, hey, I want to learn how to do video. What do I need to do? And they were like, really? I mean, not many people come to the office and are serious, but we'll teach you. So I just showed them that I was serious. I learned how to edit. I learned how to report. I know I knew how to um, direct people what to say. Mm-hmm. I knew how to work the manual functions, manual functions. Because some uh, people yeah, are on no. auto. Yeah, I hear you know, they, they don't know the difference between yeah, manual and auto. I've seen, seen a couple of posts of people. You know, talking about like, you know, if you get into that manual setting, yeah. like some of you guys wouldn't know what to do. Right. So I learned how to do manual lighting, all types of different things in that short, short amount of time. Um, I was currently a junior, I believe. And they were like, yo, you're so good. Like, can you go cover this event? And so now I started to cover all types of events on campus, like from different celebrity interviews to politics to um it was a campus show i was involved with and just knowing different people yeah um so then that became a thing and then graduation comes i then say okay i'm gonna give this entrepreneur thing two weeks to do these lashes i was still doing lashes i was just still doing video because it was in my major but it wasn't in my major yeah i went to school for communication studies and was more so pr public relations and um I said, I'm going to give it two weeks. Let me get this entrepreneur life two weeks. Somebody called me. I sent my resume for like all the cool companies like BT, uh, MT, Viacom as a whole. Yeah. Um, I wanted to work with Tyler Perry. I wanted to work with Oprah. You know, all the cool places yeah, you want to cool, work. Yeah. And no one hit me back. Okay. After these, I mean, it was like a week and a half after graduation. I'm like, Really? I did internships. The people in the office are telling me that I'm this good. Yeah. You know, somebody got to hire me. Mm-hmm. So they, they write you back and they're like five to 10 years experience and all types of stuff. And I'm like, dang. I'm not going to have a job. So this is when I back to the entrepreneur life. So I said, OK, I'll just try it for two weeks. Yeah. So literally the like it was almost a two week mark. And the day before the two week mark. um. The office called me and they were like, hey, we need you to come video this event. We have this much money in a budget. I was like, what? <laughs> okay, I'm there. Yeah. Then the next day, someone that I made a relationship while I was in school, they were like, hey, I want to do this project with 16 episodes. How much does it cost? And can you do it? I said, what? Yeah. 16, like back to back work. So now I think that that first job, I got four grand off of working with the 16 episode. I got like $4,000. I was like, what? People like people, video? Yeah, people care and people want yeah, me. Yeah, like or- they know. I said, wow, I got to do this job. So, you know, I said, okay, peace out lashes. I'm going towards the video lane. Okay. Um. So that's kind of how I started. And it's just been a, a awesome journey since then. I didn't know then that I would be where I am now. Okay. For sure. All right. So, yeah. So now, you know, let's kind of not say pivot, but so when you, you know, you've kind of gone into this. So how long have you been doing cinematography? 
I would say professionally about three and a half years because this was right when I got out of school. Okay. I was doing it in school, but I didn't do it professionally. I understand. There's certain things I've learned on this journey um, that make me a little bit more sharper than when I was in college. That's fine. So that makes sense. So you've already kind of shown an example of how, you know, one of your first jobs came from a relationship. Right. Right. So after that job, when, I guess, how did you start realizing that? Hey, like this relationship thing, like I maybe I need to like double down on this Mm -hmm. versus you trying to like shop yourself out there and market yourself. Like when did you realize or when did it come to like, uh, I guess, like where you like, I'm going to continue to go down this path of dealing with my relationships and figure that out? Um, I think I've always been a people's person and I've always been neutral with people and They've liked me. Mm-hmm. And from there, I develop relationships very well. Like, I can talk to someone for 25 hours if you want to. <laughs> yeah, I mean. And, <laughs> and, you know, we can become friends after that. And people just hold on to that. And yeah. I have no idea what I have inside of me that attracts people. I really yeah. don't. It's just that genuine, I think, mm-hmm. that I really want best for whatever you're doing and whatever you're telling me you know what I mean and um I mean yeah that relationship I literally was talking to her about you know I don't even remember that conversation but I remember it was just hey I'm Brianna you know I like your dress I don't know it was something simple like that to where it spiraled into hey this is what I do yeah you know what I mean? It wasn't like, hey, I'm here for a video um, and I do video services. You should pay me. And I'm really good. I yeah. never said that. So you kind of provided value. Right. Like to this person, even though it wasn't necessarily in your profession. Right. right or right, were right. something that you like, you know, that right. would directly impact your bottom line. Right? right. You would, you know, and that can that value can be. Just conversation that could just be you entertain me for this brief moment right. or you've, you know, you comforted me or, right. you know, made me laugh you or you angered me like it, it, that right. type of value, you know, and I feel like you can get value when someone angers you. But you, it seems like that that was what really kind of helped stem that whole yeah. relationship. I think it's just being genuine okay. when in a relationship is genuinely being you. Like not having any type of motive when you want to talk to someone, but knowing how this relationship can work. Yeah. To a com- extent. Okay. Like how can I just me and you talking? Mm-hmm. It's not that I'm like we're about to be best friends. I don't know that. Yeah. I've only known you for a short amount of time, but what I do know is us talking. We have the same likes, same dislikes. I'm sure about different things. But I can figure out that we are a match yeah, and that we can have a solid friendship and it doesn't have to be any type of motive. Yeah. The motive is I have a skill. You have a skill. We can intertwine those skills. Right. I mean, we don't really off the gate. I didn't think about you like, oh, EA has this spot. And I don't know. I don't really even remember how we even how I even came up here. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of like we were just talking. Yeah. I think for me, like I said, uh, I guess the way I was looking at it was. You know, I wanted to find people that, you know, I've had communication with in the past. You know, hey, I didn't make an announcement. You know, right. saying, hey, I'm here, whatever the case may be. But I just wanted to show you the space. Right. Right. Oh, right. And then yeah. it spiraled into something else. Yeah. Because we were talking for you. <laughs> <Right>. So, 
Hey. Yeah, yeah, so you know, that definitely, you know, kind of worked for me. It was like more of a, hey, like, you know, if you have 30 minutes to an hour you know, right. of your time, I would love to just show you the space, you know, right. and if there's anything that you might be working on, because remember, I asked you, like, hey, is there anything that I could do for you? Yeah. Like, yeah, I'm not, yeah. like, I wasn't really getting into, like, hey, you know, you want to come do right, this right, or right, yeah, have you ever right. thought about that? It's just like, all right, well, what do you got going on and how can I help provide, you know, how can I help provide you more value? You know, and in turn, I'm not even looking for anything. It's just one of those things like now you came up here on your free time. Mm-hmm. You know, I showed you this, you know, the dope space and you understood what was going on. Right. And I gave you some more value for something that is completely unrelated that I can't really help you out with. Right. right. Something like, you know, you may have not thought of something a certain way or whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. Hopefully you take that gym. But then now, you know, if you have a conversation with someone else and they say, Hey, I'm thinking about doing a podcast or a vlog, right. it might stem in your head. Oh yeah. You might want to go here or check this out. Correct. Right. And you know, just, and it's just one of those things like, you know, if it happens, it happens. If it don't, you know, we had a great conversation, you right. know, and that stuff always kind of like pays like, you know, like twofold later on down the line, but you know, going into it without expecting in things in return seems like the, the best way to kind of go about yeah. that. Never go into in a, in a situation of thinking of any return. Yeah. Because you don't know. Right. So I guess let's get a little bit more practical. So uh-huh. how would you, you know, what is the, I guess, what is the biggest relationship that you've established with someone that has given you the biggest payoff? Okay. But see, I've had several. The thing is, yeah, every person I've worked with has been a woman. Yes. And a woman that's really doing something. with ever business they're doing um the biggest relationship because they're all big i don't know how to name one like i've worked with um dr yava blay she is head of professional black girl that's now over like 100k followers on instagram that she built from the ground up like i've always been with people from the ground up yeah and had to move on you know either because of timing Mm -hmm. they're doing something i'm doing something different I've worked with people in the healthcare field that's, you know, well-known OBGYNs and um, CNN producers. I've worked with uh, a coach, a motivational coach that people love, Chanel Cooper Sykes. And I worked with her. That story on how I started working with her was bizarre. So let's get into it. Let's talk so about it. with Chanel Cooper Sykes, my mom was a big fan at the time. And um, she was like, hey, come to me. Come to this event with me. Mm-hmm. I was like, what? I'm not going to that. I've heard <laughs> about that woman. I think she's a scammer. Like, That's you know how you how felt. That's I, how. Yeah, I literally thought that this one was a scam. Like, she gets these women to come out. They do all these great things. It, I was just like, it just doesn't. You know how those um yeah it is scams, it, it just like felt, these holy waters and stuff like she has these manifestation bracelets and yeah. I'm like people are really buying them for a hundred dollars yeah they think it's gonna just appear you have to do the work yeah. you know what I mean I get it so anyway I I came anyway because my mom's like please just come please it was raining in Atlanta I happened to be in Atlanta at the time my mom came down to Atlanta to go to this event I came I came late okay so it was at the bare end of the event okay so with me. I always have my camera with me. If it's in my bag, if it's in my purse, it's somewhere around or I can go get it. Yeah. So 
I just always like recording moments. So I pulled out my camera to record the event and my mom. Mm. So I was primarily going there to record my mom because I was like, I don't got nothing else to do. I'll just pull out my camera. Yeah. So I pulled out my camera, ended up meeting a lady, but it was like a hey bye situation. Yeah. Because she's like legit like a celebrity to a lot of people. Um, I'm saying that to me because I don't really fan out about celebrities. None of sense. So I just thought she was regular. I didn't know nothing about her. So I go home, edit the video. I send the video to my mom. She puts it on her Facebook. Chanel personally emails me, finds my information. I don't even know how she found it because I'm not on Facebook. Yeah. She finds me and she's like, can I use this video? You know, many people just like repost it or whatever. Right. I was like, yeah, sure. I don't care. I was just doing it for my mom. She was like, no, like, can you come on the road with me? I was like, what? I guess. Yeah. So the next time I seen her, I went to New York with her. Mm-hmm. We spent like five days in New York. Now, to get this intimate with this woman, people pay millions of dollars. Like, yeah. this woman's big. Yeah, and I get can, it. Yeah, yeah, look her up when you get out of here. Chanel right. Cooper's like, she's big. She's really like, I learned a lot from her, like, far as how to cater, how to conduct yourself as a woman, mm-hmm. how to conduct yourself as a woman in business, and how to really put in work ethic. She has a, like, w- I don't even know the word, but her work ethic is like beyond no other. And I'm always motivated about people mm-hmm. that have a work ethic. But anyway, so she's like, can you go on the road with me? And I'm like, what? You want me to go on the road with you? Like, so we get you just to met, York, right? right? I just met you like two days ago. <laughs> I go to on the road. We do another event. Then I go to the next event. Then I go to the next event. Then I go to the next one. And I'm like, so what is this? Like, are we traveling? So I'm always into storytelling. Yeah. And that's what I pride myself on. I always want a story. I always want audio. I always want people to tell me how they got to where they got. So I end up talking to her like, hey, you do all this stuff. Why don't you do a documentary? So we started recording for a documentary. And I mean, so let me interject for a second. So at this point, have have are you getting paid for this? Yeah. So so and you, she's paying, so she found, like, so she's she found like, your video. How much do you? How much at the time this is in my beginning stages, I didn't know, yeah, how much to charge for this stuff, okay, and I was like, I don't really know, I'm just really excited to go, yeah, I'm just excited for the opportunity, I'm excited for the opportunity, and I'm like, I'll just go, I don't wanna get paid, and she's like, No, how much do you charge? I forgot what the number was, but it was a low number, and um. And this is my first time working with like a person outside the school. Yeah, like yeah, because like, yeah, because like an, an organization, you understand like they yeah, probably have a little yeah, bit they more. Have, they have budget, so I don't yeah. know how much people have. Right. I never knew how to charge people, so I said, "Man, I don't. I'm not going to charge you anything." She was like, "No, how much do you charge?" So I ended up telling her. I was like, "Some number. I don't know. I think I said like five hundred dollars or something." And she's like, "Okay, cool." How much you charge to edit this in like the next day? How much you? I was like, okay, listen, all right. So it got to a point where like I needed help, and yeah. I she flew my friend out. So she flew my friend out, paid him, and now we both like working. Yeah. So I was like, yo, this lady really. Kn-. She just knew so much about. She was just wealth. Her <laughs> mindset was just about wealth. Like we eat the best. We 
you know, you only speak the best. You wear the best. She even smelt the like by far the smell. Like the perfume <laughs> that I the uh Jasmine that who I travel with now. Yeah. She wears that perfume that that lady wore. Oh wow. So because I knew about it and I told Jasmine about that perfume and yeah. I was like, "Yo, this is that perfume was like $500 for a small bottle." Wow. But she just knew about wealth. She knew about more than, and I knew her backstory on how she got to where she was. So I always respected her for that. Yeah. And how she made it from where she was. So um, it's just crazy how I don't work with her anymore because we just got differences on editing wise. Mm -hmm. So she's doing her own thing. I still have her. I still have a relationship with her. Yeah. I can call her right now. She'll be perfectly fine with saying anything I need her to say. Yeah. You know, so I make sure that I leave. If I'm not going to work with you anymore, I make sure I leave off in a good note that we're all good. If I call you tomorrow, you perfectly right. You know? Okay, yeah, I get it. All right, so you know, so you took a, an opportunity that you just wasn't expecting, right? And it became like a you know, how long were you on the road with, with her? Ah, uh, I don't. I believe a couple, couple of months, like maybe two months. Okay. But you had a lot of dates. And this is me first flying. Yeah. Now, yeah, I have a, a story on my car. I was going back and forth to Atlanta on a broke down car. Yeah. Busted, rusted car. All right. Okay. And <laughs> I came back and then I'm working with her flying everywhere. This is when I started flying everywhere. And yeah. I was like, oh my God, I'm flying everywhere. <laughs> I don't even okay. know about this. Yeah. All right. So then, so that took place. And then now, you know, that was a situation where not necessarily your relationship got you that. That right. job, but now you were able to you know stand by your work in the sense of something that you were just you know you've been perfecting your craft, right? And you just did it just to do it, you know, for your mom. I just was doing it right. just to, yeah. Do and then it. after that, you know, you built like a, a a great relationship, you know, with this woman now, right. so that now if you ever needed the you know someone to vouch for you, or right. if you needed a favor or whatever, you you know, you at least have that relationship in the sense right. of like, now I know that I can now contact her right. if I need to, even right. though most likely you probably won't just right. knowing, knowing you for how you knowing are. that I can do. Yeah. Right. Can Cause do then you that. never know. Like, you know, she might say, Hey, look, the perfect person for this is, you know, Brianna. Right. I want you to look her up when you yeah. can. So, cause you'll know. You'll like, okay. All right. So you mentioned, you know, so you mentioned, uh, jazz, right? Yeah. The thing is, I know who jazz is, but the, the listeners might not know. So, okay. you know, or, or not, they may not know who you're referring to. Okay. So, you know, explain who jazz is and explain how that came to be. Okay. Um, so, Jasmine Brown, aka Watch Jazzy, is a comedian, writer, actress, producer, um, big sister to me. Mm-hmm. Um, just an overall great, genuine person. And to the listeners, they might know her on Instagram from the name of Watch Jazzy mm-hmm. and Toya Turnup is her okay. character name. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, so that yeah. relationship came out of, once again, me being in the right place at the right time. I was working with another influencer at the time that was on a comedy on Jasmine's comedy tour. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know how I was talking. I don't know how it came about to us working together, but it was something along the lines. I just said, Hey, I do video. Um, if you ever need something, just let me know. She said, actually, I'm trying to get a documentary done. I was like, Oh, documentary is one of my specialty. Mm-hmm. Like I, I love telling stories. Like I said before, and she was like, okay, that's cool. Um, can you send me your reel? I was like, okay, cool. So this is the first night. Second night, 
She's like, oh, I looked at your reel. It looks really good. Uh, We'll be in touch. So I go back home. She calls me and she's like, can you come to New York tomorrow? Wait, what? <laughs> I was like, huh? I just met you like two days ago. Yeah. And she was like, I was like, uh, yeah, I actually can come to New York tomorrow. At the time, I had a contract with the university and I had to actually get somebody to cover Feeling me for you. because I wanted to what? Make that relationship. Yeah. One. And two, I just felt something with going to work with her right mm-hmm. then. At the time, she was on 50 Central. Yeah. And um, and 50 would, Central was like a, a variety show, It was like show, a right? sketch show. Sketch, sketch show. comedy show on BET. Okay. Um, now they're just running everything on um, YouTube. Yeah. And I think the BET app, but I'm not really sure on that. But yeah. at the time, she was doing 50 Central, and I was like, okay, cool. You know, I've never met 50 Cent or anything. That'd be cool. So at the time, I just went. I didn't discuss any type of payment method. I didn't. So you you paid for your own flight? Oh no 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 no. Okay. Oh, oh no. Oh, she covered oh, your flight. Yeah she yeah yeah she. Okay. You asked me to come. Yeah okay, okay. no that's so, fair. Yeah, and I, feel, uh, I feel like the, I feel like people should know that right. Yeah yeah so um so she asked me to come and at the time I didn't I didn't tell her a price on how much it costs for my services. Mm-hmm. It was more so me wanting to be in that space. Yeah. And I knew how much it was going to help me far as my career to be in that space. So I kind of took the backseat. And me and my um, other creative friend, he's always saying, if something doesn't pay you in monetary at the moment, it's going to pay you an experience or a referral. So if you're not getting any money, you're going to get an experience or you're going to get a referral. Yeah. So at this time, it was going to be a new experience for me. So at the bare minimum, at the bare minimum was experience. Yeah. So I went. Um, it was dope. I met Fifty Cent. I met the whole cast. Whole everybody fell in love with me, and they were like, "Yo, we need her around more often." Ended up getting um, the showrunners' information. Like those people are all there that yeah. run everything. So I ended up talking to everyone, the directors and stuff. They gave me their info. Um, and I stayed in contact, excuse me, stayed in contact with them, um, and got other jobs. Yeah. So that was a blessing. Um, so then that's kind of how we started. Mm-hmm. And then we just, of course, now we have talked about, uh, at it, as it grew, our relationship grew. Mm-hmm. Like as I started coming with her more frequently, cause at that time I thought I was just going to New York for like two days and then peacing out. Yeah. Cause I, I've worked with influence before. They're not the people that's going to carry you around. They're not, that's just not what they're doing. Yeah. So we had a discussion on like, Hey, I'm doing a documentary. Um, I'm going to need you basically all the time. Mm -hmm. I'm going to need you to be able to do what you do. How much is that going to cost? So then I begin to tell her how much it was going to cost. Um, you know, what was going to be included, like food and lounging and flight yeah. and the price of my services. Uh-huh. She was perfectly fine with that. At the time, I was like, dang, who is this woman? How does she have this amount of money? Yeah. You know? Yeah. But then it, she does so many different things. So it, money was never like, I'm going to stop working with somebody just based off of a money situation. Yeah. It was also... That she just was doing a lot of different things. So I was like, man, this is amazing. This story is going to be it. 
this is the one that's going to take me to the next yeah. dimension in this career. I'm <laughs> so since then, where I was like, man, she's amazing. She's dope. I'm down with the cause. She's down with the cause. She willing to pay me. She willing to feed me. She willing to make sure I fly. I said, where does this exist? Yeah. I'd never seen it before. Not a lot of creators see it before. They still look at me. They're like, what? She takes you everywhere. everywhere right. I'm at, I've been international. She's my first person to take me for work. Internet. I've been international because I like flying and yeah. um, traveling. But she was the first person to take me out of U.S. to work. Yeah. So I, I did work in DR. We did Bahamas. We've done. Um, where have we been? Turks and Caicos. Dope. We've done um, Europe. We've done. We've done a lot of different places overseas. Okay. It's amazing. Okay. So. <clears throat> With that, so if we like, we're gonna just try to you know button this up in terms of relationships, and then we're gonna you know wrap up the episode. So when it comes to you know building relationships, what is like what are the like some of the the key takeaways right that people can take away from this conversation mm-hmm. about building those relationships and why why those are important? Um, with building a relationship. I think a key element is really getting to know the person for who they are. If they're a celebrity or if they're your mom, dad, cousin, whatever, you need to know who you're talking to. Okay. And that's you being present and listening. So a key element to me, uh, for me would be to really listen to the person mm-hmm. and really grasp who they are. I could talk for you, talk to you for hours but you might say one sentence that will show me and tell me who you, who you really are. are. Okay. So it's just a part of listening. I think it's one key element. Um, another key element is just making sure that it's a good fit. Like you can determine 30 seconds with talking to someone that y'all might be a good fit. Yeah. You know? So even with her situation, I knew we were a good fit. We've had some some great times, some ups and downs. I, she's really only got mad at me one time. I've only got mad at her. Actually, I've never really got mad at her. But it's just our relationships have just clicked. Yeah. Like, we just merge. Mm-hmm. You know? So, it's, a, it's, it's key to find those people that you can, on top of just the work, it's more of like, Hey, can we relate to each other? You know how many videographers, cinematographers, editors, directors there are in the world? Right. Millions. There's somebody right now that wants my spot. But what's keeping me there is one relationship. She's never going to find someone with my personality, with my listening ear, with my touch. Yeah. She's not going to find that. She's not going to find somebody that's going to. I can video, I can edit, I can do all types of different things. So you're narrowing people down. So I think even with her, it's just like we just merge. And even in this creator's world, because a lot of people want to know, like, how do I even work with her so closely? Yeah. Because she's in that peak stage. I'm like, man, I just being me. Yeah. 
So it seems like, you know, when it comes to this relationship thing, it's like you really want to make sure that you, you know, just a, a decent human being. It just comes right. like at the very. De- don't be like weird and, yeah, or and, a fangirl. Right. And you know? yeah. And to I guess to make it a little bit more practical, it's just like you provide value to the people that you surround yourself with. Right. So right. more than what you are in business of doing, the service that you can provide, if people can relate to you right that it seems like to be one of the most important things that is true if they can relate they're like that's gold right there right okay that's dope man i really appreciate that but uh so brianna what i want to do is want to take a quick break okay and then we're going to wrap things up okay cool and we're back all right, Brianna. So that was a you know, that was a super dope story. So, um, you know, talking about you know how to build relationships and why they're important for your business. Right. Um, so what I want to do normally we go through a wrap up segment called Concept Startup Growth, but you know sometimes what we like to do is just kind of mix things up a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I kind of want to take you through like an exercise, right? Okay. So you know when it comes to relationship building. You know, we really kind of dug into like about being yourself and things of that nature. Right. But more on a on a more practical note, one way that people build relationships is through bartering. Right. Right. So, you know, bartering in a sense of just you have a service or a good. I have a service. I have a good that we both need. Mm-hmm. Let's trade it for, you know, equal value. And essentially, you know, you get the value of what I'm what I have and I get the value of what you mm-hmm. have. All right. So what I want to do is um, and I'm I'm assuming that you're very familiar with the bartering right. system. Right? Um, yeah. <laughs> right. So as an entrepreneur, people want you to give your services for less than or free. F-R-E-E is probably the easiest word for people to spell. You know, they have a song, (laughs) you know, F-R-E-E spells free. So the thing is with bartering that I've learned over the years is I've made great decisions with bartering. Like I told you previously, if it's not going to pay me monetary, it's going to pay me an experience or referral. Mm -hmm. So I know that if I don't charge you for this video, you're either some one that's going to elevate my business in some capacity. Like you might be a lawyer and I need a lawyer. Yeah. I might need, I need people to look over my taxes. I need an accountant. Yeah. You know, those are the type of people that I'm bartering with. I'm not going to barter with you just because you're my friend. Yeah. It does not make any sense for me or my business. Yeah. So there are people that are, you're bartering with that provide a service or value that you just don't have. Either, either it's just, it might be for him, for a lawyer to look over my contracts and things like that, for me to have an in-house lawyer, it might run me millions of dollars. Yeah. Do I have millions of dollars now? No. no. At the time, I have a service yeah. that you need as a lawyer. So why can't we equal, have equal pay on like, okay, this is how much my video services are. This is how much your services is. How can we work something out? Yeah. I'm all about deal making. Okay. Let's make a deal. Okay. So when it comes to, you know, bartering, what are some things that, um, some other things that you look into when it comes to you deciding if it's going to be worth your time or not? Um, mm, that's a good question. Um, some of the other things I look at is what do you bring to the table like what type of person are you are you just wanting my services because you see the status i am and by me doing your video might be seen by some like what is the complete motive 
Um, or something else that I look in is how serious do you take your own craft? Mm-hmm. Like, how serious do you take it? Like, if I know that you're an artist, you need a music video, you've tried to make ends meet, and you just can't afford it. Yeah. But I have know. a I have a really sweet point of work ethic. If I see you put in that work and you just can't afford me, but you've been trying, yeah. I'm not going, I'm going to do it. Yeah. Be just because I know you're working and I know how much this is going to mean to you. Yeah. You know what I'm I'm not going to do that every time. Yeah, that's for sure. But I believe people should pay for what they they're asking for. But I also do believe that if I have a service and you have a service and we can intertwine that somehow, let's do that. Okay. Now, I'm not going to try to break the bank. Yeah. Now, I want to pay somebody something. Okay. And and we both have a contract, so we know what's going on. But I want to pay you something because I know your time. You cannot get time back. Yeah. I cannot go and borrow your time. Got it. I can't. I can't say, hey, yeah, can I get two minutes of your time? And uh, I'm going to subtract that from my brother's time and give it back to you whenever. You can't do that. Yeah. So I do want to pay people for where that's their time that they spent with me because that's something they can't back, get back. Now, if it's a service, that's not really something that you really had to I didn't really have to, if I'm doing my video services, it's not really costing me to flick my camera on. The yeah. only thing that's costing me is the camera, the tripod, yeah, and my time. Right. So if I buy, if I've already paid for the camera, I don't have to pay someone else. I don't really have to pay anything. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's no value being taken away, but my time. Yeah. So I expect for you to pay for my time. And I'm going to expect for you to pay for me to pay for your time. Okay. Okay. If that makes it. That makes sense. All right. So when it comes to, you know, a barter, is it, have you ever bartered something indefinitely or is there a sense of time, right? How, how long would you allow a barter to take place? Or do you, you know, oh, do no. you believe in ongoing barters or do you believe that it should be, you know, finite where it's like, look, uh, this is the, this is the gig and that's it. Yeah. That's a hard one because people can take advantage of you once they start seeing, Oh, I can get this kid to come video this event for free. Then they're going to think that at every approach, there's a difference between people that barter for like, I just need you this one time and people that barter and they trying to get over. Okay. There's a difference. And I don't agree with the people that's getting over, like, because somebody's going to do the free work, like people are out here hustling and getting it. And all they want you to do is look at their work and they want an opportunity. People yeah. want opportunity. This is a time for people to either get an opportunity or they're just working to get that one opportunity. And for you to take advantage of that is what I have a problem with. Okay. I've seen it in the works. Yeah, I've seen it happen before my eyes. Someone just say, oh, this person will do it for free. Let's just get them and not even care about their story, not even care about how they're going to get there, not even care about if this is going to even help them or not. They just thought like, oh, that person will do it for free. Let's just get Yeah, it was just one sided. Yeah. Like, no, that's ridiculous. Okay, so it sounds like that, you know, when it comes to a bartering system, Mm -hmm. you want to make sure that it's uh, 
you know, there's some equity in there, right? Mm-hmm. In the sense that what you, what I provide you is equitable to what you can provide me. Right. Right. And then also it seems like, you know, so like, almost like a fair exchange right. in a sense. It has to be right? fair. And then you're saying that it should also kind of have a clear end date, mm-hmm. right? There should never be something where it's just ongoing. Yeah, nothing. You should always kind of find a way to quantify all right, how long is it going to take? Yeah, if I'm going to make an agreement with you, like, hey, EA, for six months, I'm going to give you video content, and this is an app for free. Yeah. In return, I want however much that's going to cost, a free podcast space. Yeah. That's going to get me the same thing. Yeah. After that six months, I'm going to pay this amount of month, this amount of money, and you're going to pay me this amount of money. Okay. I just, I just think that's fair. Yeah. All right. So now the next piece, you know, probably the final piece, it seems like that. Well, I guess what I want to ask is, would you in, a, in regards to creating a barter with someone, should there still be a contract involved? Yes. My mom always tells me contracts make good friends. <laughs> it's just simple and plain as day. You, There's no gray area in a contract. There's words. In black and white. And words mean things. Words that are saying what is expected from you and the other party. So my mom's always saying, because I've ran into situations where I'm like, dang, I didn't have a contract. This one lady, I didn't have a contract. It's one big thing that just blew up recently. Mm-hmm. And it was a friend deal. I didn't have a contract. Wow. It's, and it's it's blowing up. It's going to actually air on TV. And it was an idea. It's blowing up. And I didn't have a contract. That so was your, have, that was an idea that was yours. Yeah. And I have no type of involvement with this. It's a thin line between being a friend and their friend carrying in a deal and your friend leaving you off the deal. But there is no written agreement. To, that to this cover is you. What, yeah. yeah. This is no agreement that yeah. was said. So it's always bad on my part when I don't abide that by that rule. Like, mm-hmm. hey, um, we gonna need a contract. Contracts make good friends. That's all I'ma say. Right. Okay. All right. So that was our uh you said our new version, not a new version of concept startup growth, but you know, our little exercise when it comes to yeah. building relationships and how, you know, bartering can really kinda kind of help mold that right all right so now we're going to get into the final portion of the show my favorite portion of the show which is hashtag comfort zone killer okay right and this is a social media call to action to the listeners okay you know so you know they're going to listen to this on a, on a monday morning and they're going to say you know what? i'm so pumped i'm so ready right because you know brianna just dropped so many gems for us today but then you know they get towards the end of the week or they get after work and then they're like i need that extra push right so you know, with comfort zone killer, this is definitely something that we want to leave them with until the next episode of Open Up Shop. All right. So let us know what you got. All right. Um, I would say never change up. My mom's always telling me, be true to who you are, no matter how big you get, no matter how many people you meet. Just always be the person that you were originally molded to be um and she's like brianna just make sure you never change i don't know why she always says that to me but she's like never change up make sure you're not comfortable okay make sure that you're doing what's right by you and by 
your peers and people that you might be working with. And, you know, people are going to pay you to be you. Yeah. That's what she, yeah, my mom says that too. She said, people are going to pay you to be the best version of you. So you might as well just do that and from the be, start yeah, to the finish. And be unapologetically. Unapologetic yourself. you. They're going to hire you based off that. Right. Not that you're putting up a facade. Yeah. Just making sure you're you, making sure that you stay humble throughout your journey. And that you take care of yourself and take care of the people around you. Whatever that means to you, take it in and get out the comfort zone. Okay. Man. You can't be comfortable. Nah, I got I to I meet Mom Dukes, man. Like, oh, she's no, she like, has the gyms. Yeah. She has to come up here next. All right. We'll definitely make, we'll definitely make <laughs> that work. All right. So, Brianna, I want to thank you for you know taking time out of your busy day. No, you know, thank you. You probably literally could have been anywhere in the world, but you're here with me today. In this banging yeah. office. Yeah, Let I me appreciate- tell y'all this office. Lit. All right. I appreciate it. So, I mean, I definitely want to thank you for your time. Can you let everybody know where they can learn more about you? And your company, Poise Productions. Yes. Um, you can follow me at Brianna Lawrence on Instagram. I'm on Facebook. You can also follow The Bree Code right now. I'm doing some interviews on my journey as a cinematographer and being a woman of color in those areas. And um, just check in with me. Make sure I'm listening to y'all yeah. with the questions. and. You know, just keep up with the journey. So. All right. Awesome. All right. So listeners, uh, make sure you tune in next week for your weekly dose of make it happen. And you can follow the continue to follow the journey with me at either exactly on all social media platforms and learn more about open shop at open shop us and at openshop.com. And if you are in Winston-Salem, North Carolina, in that area, that triad area, you can come visit us at the open media lab on 301 North main street in downtown Winston-Salem. And you can, you know, learn more about us on social media, but at the open media lab. All right. Now guys, now get your journey started and build your idea project or business but just remember all you have to do is open up shop peace